You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming, the Xfinity 10G network. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot, some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an International Delight Cold Foam Creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part, mm-hmm. it works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato. So you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store. And be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing? Is every time our dad comes to visit... He calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French Vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings, to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. I'm happy that I'm expanding my vocabulary. Thrilling, extraordinary. Electrifying. The bells are getting back. And we have a podcast. Part of that success is being open books. I think it would be amazing to do a comeback. It's so good, though. <laughs> like, this is so good. Like, I want to do this all the time now. And now, coming to the mic, Nikki and Brie Bella. This is the Bella's Podcast. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Bella's Podcast. Okay, so today we're opening up with something I, I don't think we've actually opened up here before because I got my new shipment of Faust. 
<laughs> I felt like it was appropriate that we open up with Foss the Hour, which the hour is from their clock tower, which is really cool. Why it's named after. And the whole story is amazing. But with their Syrah that comes in from Coombsville, Napa Valley, 2019. Ooh. I almost feel like I need to save this for the seller. I think it's appropriate to actually open up with the hour because two nights ago, we got to see the hours of Nikki Bella on AGT Extreme. I'm officially a judge. I mean, and a judge with some great people. I know. I mean, I feel so lucky. And I mean, the show is incredible. As you saw, it's shot so amazing. How about those acts? It was ridiculous, but I just felt so blessed to be in the presence of these incredibly talented people. This show is amazing. The show kicks ass. And also, I got to thank the crew, the producers, like everyone behind the scenes. Like you don't see all of that stuff without them. And they're working through the night. They're doing rehearsals with all the talent. They're getting the camera shots. They're, you know, watching out for everyone's safety. So I got to give it to the crew and the producers. They really outdid themselves. They definitely did. I can't wait to see more on AGT Extreme because I know the acts are going to get crazier and it's just fun to see you. And you use other words than just amazing. Okay. So you guys, I actually, you know, AGT Extreme really pushed me into expanding my vocabulary in a very extreme way. But what I would do is when I wasn't on set working, I would actually write down other words. Like I can't I would believe be like, it took you AGT Extreme okay. to learn I've other words. I've done it in other things, but <laughs> where I really sat down and started to create a notebook, like, okay, I'm fearless Nikki, and when I see other people being fearless, what else can I say besides fearless? And Give then us I learned all these words. Give us three. And then mm-hmm. bravery and <laughs> courageous. But when I look at all those, or like when something was exciting, instead of always being like, that's so exciting or amazing, it was like, thrilling, extraordinary, electrifying. Well, I had to use electrifying for the rock, of course, but also it wasn't even for Dwayne, but it was more for in that moment. I felt it. And now I'm like, I get why the rock used it. That word electrifying describes extreme, right? Everything it does, what it brings. So anyways, I'm happy that I'm expanding my vocabulary. Yes. And I will continue to do so. <laughs> well, we're excited to keep <laughs> Not watching. Not just with emotions. Yeah, we're excited to keep watching AGT Extreme. So if you haven't watched it, make sure you guys catch Nikki every Monday at what time? Every Monday, only on NBC at 8, 9 central, or you can stream us on Peacock. So oh, nice. make sure to get Peacock, everyone. And then how about last night? The season finale of oh, The Real Dirty Dancing. I mean, amazing. For one... You know what, Brie, you know what I like about your run on The Real Dirty Dancing is what? you've shown this acting side of you, like you portrayed Baby so amazing, and then you portrayed Lisa, the sister, so amazing. Thank you. And just your dancing too, you came out of your shell. I think it's always fun to see people you know on TV to have these other sides of them. Like for you, we've only seen you as the wrestler or the reality star and the mom. So to see this side of you, I don't know, I just, it, what, what's the word I'm thinking of? I don't know, but like everyone got to see this new side of me. I definitely agree. It's sad that the journey is over, but I'm so proud of the journey. Like I definitely learned a lot and I'm excited to have Kat on today so she can talk about her journey and just what she took away from the show and being a winner. I mean, I think it's incredible that Kat Cora won. I agree. You know, she's 54 years old. She's a lesbian. She's going to tell you all about it. And she conquered baby, conquered it. She did. She did so amazing. And I can't wait to just 
hear her story and just, you know, where she comes from being in a male dominated industry. It's like how we connected with Lindsay Vaughn, even though we're not in the same industry, I feel like we're going to be the same with Kat. I agree. And then can I tell you, I think someone else actually learned a lot from the real dirty dancing too. Are you talking about me? No, my husband. So I have to tell you, I haven't oh, even talked gosh. to you about this. Did you see what I said about you on Daily Pop? No. I'm sorry. Oh, well, you, well, just don't our, PR, Brian. our PR people told me, they're like, will okay. Brian be okay with this? And I'm like, just don't tell my husband. He doesn't, you know. So the know. question was asked, and I know where Bree's going with this. Well, I think. <laughs> so it's not going to make me feel bad anymore because she brought it up. But the question I got asked was, who's a dirtier dancing couple you and Artem or Bree and Brian. And I'm like, well, in public, it would definitely be Artem and I, but behind closed doors, Bree and Brian are <laughs> freaks in the sheets. And then everyone got really excited. So then that gets me really excited. I'm like, yay, let's talk vulgar and about sex. And then I went on and on about Bree and Brian on daily pop. And this is my thing. When the shock factor like works, I get really excited. Get so I keep, I up. get fired up. So then I keep going, but then in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm kind of getting in a hole and how do I get out? So then I just keep talking, but usually that's not a good thing because then I just kept talking about Brie and Brian's sex. And then I'm like, oh man, how do I get out of this? In like a good transition. And yeah. there's no good transition when you talk about sex. Well, it depends what the rating is. PG 13 rated R, there's always a good transition. So like, I haven't even told you this because this happened last night. I was tired yesterday. You saw yeah. my face. Buddy woke me up early. I thought I could go back to sleep, but then Birdie woke me up. And it was just the morning started early and it went nonstop. I did a 10K and oh, then just okay. walking. to get that in there. But I'm saying I never sat down or I never stopped. So yeah. my body towards the end of the day was done. Yeah. So I get Birdie down. Oh, so Buddy's gosh. already down. So I get Birdie down, take the dogs out, lock everything up. I'm setting my alarm and from the corner of my eye, I'm like, what's flickering in my room? So I look and I'm like, dang, it looks like a bunch of candles are lit in my bedroom right now. So of course, what do you think? I, I don't think like we're about to watch a show with candles. <laughs> yoga? <laughs> Maybe candlelit yoga. Well, it kind of ended in yoga position. So, but I was like, oh shit, he wants to have sex. Damn, I'm tired. How do I, I knew like I had this fire up. fire the F up is what I thought. I have to walk down this long hallway to my room with flickering candles or no, you I mean could you see saw them in your room. Okay. But that walk, I was like, Brie, you can't say no. You can't say you're tired. You got it. I'm like talking to myself walking. And there he was standing. He was Were like, you like walking and you're like thinking of like. No, I was thinking I can't give excuses. I'm doing But this. how do you get yourself amped up? I mean, I need to know. Like what I was thinking about is that even though I'm tired, the first couple minutes when I get into it, I'm very happy. And then I'm happy I did it. Oh. So that's like what I was telling myself. Yeah. I was usually like Artem's makeout sessions get me into it. Like I need a good French kiss. And yeah, and you know Brian, he loves all that. Yeah. Kind of stuff. So that that helps me. But this is what helped me. Oh gosh. He was like, I want to give you a massage first. Ew. If you're going to get in details about that, <laughs> I might have to take my headphones off. I won't get oh, into details. He gave me an amazing massage. Cause he's like, you've been running so much. You've been doing so Good much Good for stuff. Brian. I mean, I told him, I go, you gave me a better massage than people that I go pay and get it done. Cause you know, Brian has strong hands Yeah, and then he could fill knots. So he was really working the knots. I mean, a couple of times I was like, Ooh, I'm ow. surprised you weren't snoring girl. I almost did. But then we did. We had a lot of fun and I'm not going to give details about that. But afterwards, I was really happy and I'm like, okay, I'm so happy I didn't say no. I feel like always 
like whenever you're tired of going into sex with your partner, like the minute you get into it, you're always happy at the end that you, you are. did it. it it's a weird thing with sex, like the body, just the minute you get that little bit of excitement, it doesn't matter how tired you are. It's like ready for it and it's excited. And then, I mean, it is orgasms are stress reliever. I mean, you feel That's like why I masturbate because it's also, I think of my health, like I need yeah. this release. And also like working your abs, but like, you know, like sometimes working orgasm, my, you don't think you work your abs a little bit. I mean, I would never look at it an orgasm as a workout oh, for I my do. abs, like a core. Hey, I want to take a 30 minute core class. No. Could you imagine if I would have said no? And then I start watching my Netflix like, oh, but you're still awake. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I know, but no, I do. I feel like Artem gives me like cues, like as he's getting, but he's like, I'm so tired. And then in my head, I'm like, okay, don't even try. Like I won't put the moves on him because I feel like that's his thing. of That's telling, his, yeah, like, for sure. I'm too tired. I can't do that. Yeah. Oh, dang. I know I got set last night. Right when I put my toe down, I took a shower. I shaved my legs. I was like, oh gosh, you were I right. Put pretty lotion everywhere. I did a little squirts of perfume. I was ready. And then he's oh like, I'm gosh. so tired. And I was like, oh. I was crushed. I'm like, you should have just said something though. Yeah. But for me, I just, it takes, you don't want to be denied. Like, I don't, well, not even denied, but I don't like asking for it. I like giving hints about it. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are times that I'll look at her and I'm like, hey, we need to have sex. But don't you think in a relationship, especially when you've been with someone for a long time, you have to ask. Like you have to have that open oh, communication. 100. I, I do. There are times I do. Yeah. Like I'll tell Brian, like, listen, I need it now. Yeah. You, you gain. And by the way, the times that I've gotten denied, it doesn't like affect me. Well, on that note, I say we bring in Kat Cora. Oh my gosh. I guess we, yeah, I guess, you know, talking dirty, we might as well. Bring on the queen of dirty dancing. <laughs> that was a good Now transition. see, that transition was good, Brie. Right, right out of sex, right into it. You know what I mean? Well, I'm, I'm really excited for this one. I've been very excited that we have gotten to enjoy the women that you've been competing against, but also made good friendships with. So I agree. And I'm glad that you're sharing that Brie with us on the podcast. Right. I am too. And the one thing I I'm excited for everyone today is no matter what industry you're in, you'll see that everyone has struggles and how they fight to get through them. So I'm so excited to have this woman on our show because I mean, not only did I get to share an incredible journey with her on the Real Dirty Dancing and she won the Real Dirty Dancing, but she also was the first ever woman iron chef. She was the first woman to be inducted into the Hall of Fame by the American Culinary Federation. She has 18 plus restaurants across the nation, which you can see many of them in a lot of airports when you're traveling. So let's not waste any time. Let's bring on the champ of the Real Dirty Dancing, Kat Cora. But first, a quick break. You know what I love about springtime is that you kind of get to refresh your closet. You know, fall, winter, we're all bundled up. And then when spring comes, the sun is truly out. You get to ditch all the layers and just refresh your look. I mean, I feel like I'm totally in for like refreshing my wardrobe. Bringing a little color. I need spring shopping. I mean, Brie, Walmart has like some incredible styles out right now and so affordable. Oh, that is right. This spring, there's only one destination for the latest fashion, home and beauty inspired by real life, Walmart. Be it bold swimwear or graphic beach towels, glowy makeup or sleek activewear, 
or even elevated furniture and mix and match tableware to inspire your next spring gathering at home. Discover surprisingly stylish new season favorites at Walmart now or shop it on the Walmart app. Go to walmart.com slash now trending. That's walmart.com slash now trending. Now trending. Your style at Walmart. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry, to healthy, low-sugar condiments. Mm -hmm. Everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having... A company really care about the ingredients inside it. That's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. Warning, things are about to get intense. I mean, Brie and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut and <laughs> in our eyes usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping Ooh, that is the intense that I like intense heat lasting plump from the hot new lifter plump from Maybelline New York formulated with chili pepper lifter plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Coco Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? 
find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. to say congratulations I know. congratulations i love that you kicked you. my sister's ass <laughs> thanks in the world of dance well thanks i'm sorry but oh my god i mean not I only that one i'm so excited to see you so it, excited to see you it feels I like forever you and nikki oh, we're meeting for the first time yeah. although we spoke on the phone a lot during yeah. the shooting of the real dirty dancing and all that but i just miss you i know i miss you too like sisters she hears nikki hears me I talk mean, about all of you about you i was like whoa whoa you have one twin in this world <laughs> she can be the triplet no we have a sisterhood i get to be the triplet you get to be the triplet oh i'm an i'm the triplet yes. i always wanted sisters there i really did I, I only have brothers so well you got two for life okay, over good. here. You got I two love for it. life. I love it. Everybody heard that. I'm now adopted. <laughs> yeah. I'm a Bella. A Bella triplet. Cat Cora. Cat Cora Bella. Bella. Actually, that sounds pretty good. So, Cat, you have to tell our listeners just about the journey of the real dirty dancing. They've heard yeah. me talk about it the last couple weeks. Just the ups and downs, how it just brought so much out of us, the uncomfortable situations, but also how it feels to win. Oh, my God. It feels amazing. Amazing to win. Everybody can imagine. I mean, it was a journey. This was an incredible show that took me and all of us out of our comfort zone of what Mm -hmm. we do. Me being a chef, you being a pro wrestler. I mean, everybody was out of their comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And to really come into something where you're learning how to dance, you're, I mean, we, I didn't have dancing skills. I never took dance. I mean, I was a little dancer in high school and club dancing and, but Mm -hmm. a real, really dancing and really learning that skill as well as acting the iconic scenes and being able to use those chops as well. I mean, it was really a journey. It was a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, a lot of heart put into it. And I felt like if I'm going to do this, I'm going to come in, I'm leaving it all here. Mm -hmm. I'm going to bring everything. You know, I really took it to the next level. I felt like personally, I kind of had a personal best, if you will, in that sense, because I'm like, I'm really like a rebirth, like a rebirth Mm -hmm. and going into a whole new genre, crossing over, bringing all of that to Virginia with all of you. And remember, Antonio Gates and I were stuck for two or three days That's trying right, to Chicago, get there. Right? In Chicago, yeah. we're trying to get there because of weather. And I just kept thinking, is this not meant to be? Is what's going on? Are we going to make it? And we made it. And then the first day I met all of you and it was magical. We walked into a group of people, and I've said this to you before, I've done television since 1999, a Mm -hmm. long time, and been on every show, kind of show you can imagine. And this was literally, to me, the best group of people ever in my career. I mean, just everybody was loving, everybody was supportive of each other, everybody was empowering to each other. The women especially lifted each other up every day. I love that. We were even calling you at one point yeah, when you, you were doing the summer I, slam. I even felt yep. the love because when you guys were on set and just how you all were on the phone, I was yeah. like, oh, Bree's in good hands. Like, yeah. this is amazing. Right. Well, I'm sure Fox Special. was like, oh, this competition show, get competitive. Yeah. We need but the we all, drama. Right. Yeah. But we all loved each other so much. We just we wanted to help each other and encourage each other. I have to ask, Kat, what was the most uncomfortable scene you had to do or dance? Which one was it? It definitely was, I will say, I think the most uncomfortable. 
and and I and, and the one that I felt like I needed to really bring in my acting, I really needed to bring in my all of me and let it all go was when we had to do the Johnny scene, Johnny's oh, Cabin. Johnny's oh, Cabin. That's the, Johnny's with cabin. Tyler, right? Yeah, Tyler. Tyler. Oh, yes. my gosh. Was... I was uncomfortable watching all of you guys do that. <laughs> it, I was thinking in felt. my head, I don't know what I do. I mean, that feels like me like doing that to Artem in the bedroom like before yeah, I want to get um, it yeah, on. And I was oh, yeah. like, but then there's cameras. and I mean, think that's the scene that baby lost her virginity. Yeah. I know. And, so, and we went there and we had zero direction. No, like, they just said, "Oh, really? Go in, knock on the door, and go. And yeah, br- whatever." So it wasn't like, oh, "Hey, you've got to." No, they were like, "Bring your own individual personality to this scene. Whatever right. you want to make it, you make it your own." And so, and I know each of us did, and especially after seeing it all unfold. <laughs> and I just thought to myself, I had to do a lot of. I mean, you know, being a lesbian, I had to really do and having my family. I just had to bring my whole. Like I had to go into a zen place. <laughs> I had to go into a zen zen place and be in that moment and go, okay, just go do it. This is acting. He's a great guy. Just go in there and and just like get dirty. Like yeah. just bring yeah. it. Like just don't even hold back. And I didn't. So no, you did amazing. <laughs> I was but you like, did great woo! though. And Tyler was a good sport. Like yeah. he was actually the perfect. At least I, I mean. Maybe the other guys would have I been thought too, Antonio, but though, would have been really good, too. I think Antonio would have yeah, loved Antonio's it. dirty, actually, though. Yeah, actually, yeah. Really it could have been a different type of Johnny's <laughs> cabin like, there. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. But, so, but he seems like, you know, he's so sensual. Like, he has that yeah. swag yeah. into it, right? He has yeah. swagger, for sure. He does, yeah. have, he does have the swagger going Kinda on. Every guy every on cast of... had their own little type of swag, I yeah. feel like. Now, uh, you have to let us know. Working with Corbin Blue. Oh, my God. Can I just say, I was jealous the whole time. I'm like... Just the way Corbin would walk into a room, I'm like, talent. Like, yeah. he just oozed, oozed so it. much. Oh, my he gosh. Just, I have to say, first of all, Corbin was, you know, for me, not being intimate with a man in a very, very long time. <laughs> I don't even remember. Like, but <laughs> to have Corbin, because I felt he made me feel so safe right away. We had a lot. We had some good intimate conversations about how this was going to play out. And he knew my position. He's married in, to Sasha and very in love with her. And so I said, right away, we discussed how we could get close to each other and feel safe. And so he is such a gentleman. All the guys were, but yeah. he was such a gentleman and he made me feel safe right away. And he is the ultimate professional. Like he's intense like me. Like we were both like, and you're, you guys are intense, you know, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I was like in it. I'm like, let's go. It's, we got to practice two more hours to get that lift, whatever we had to do. And so we were right on the same page, but it was also just, he is so good at acting and dancing. Like he's so good. I learned so much from him and I learned a lot with not only dancing, but also when we would act out the scenes. I learned so much from him being mm-hmm. my partner in those scenes as well. So I, bet. I was so lucky to get Corbin right off the bat. I mean, you really were yeah. so lucky. Did he, he give you good tips too? Like, hey, when you walk into the scene or when, because the one thing I noticed with you two, which after every dance, I'd be like, oh, darn it. Why didn't I do that? <laughs> but the minute you guys got out of your seats, you were in character. Like you didn't yeah. wait for the music to hit. No. Right, right away we said, Let's, we're going to be yeah. in character from the time we walk onto the dance floor. And I think that that is from my skills that I know from performing on Iron Chef and performing. Like when you walk into the room, like when the cameras, even if you don't even know the cameras are rolling, when I'd walk into Kitchen Stadium, I was in character. Wow. I'm like, I'm in character, like I'm an iron chef. Like, and so I think it was that, in that 
I knew that we both were kind of on this exactly in the same sync on that. Like when we walk on, we're in character. Yeah. I love. See, that's good, Brie. Goodness. I mean, Antonio, we do. Why no, do you tell me that? Uh, I don't blame Antonio. When you walk down, you the know, ramp, you, you know the same thing. On it. When you true. walk out, you're you're in character. Yeah. For, with you know, you guys are in character yeah. as wrestlers yeah. as well. Yeah. Good for you, Cat. Well, you know what I also noticed. Your body is insane. Yeah. Like, you are in such credible shape. Oh, what do you, you do? I actually, I mean, I eat really healthy, but I also work out every day. And I do multiple things. Like, I love doing CrossFit. I have an elliptical in my garage that I get on all the time. Elliptical I, queen over here. You love I love elliptical. It. I love elliptical. I cycle. Like, I have a road bike that's really sick, and I, I love to go cycling. Um, I'll do really anything. I switch it up a lot. But I just, and I before I became a chef, I had a degree in exercise physiology and nutrition. Oh. I was in sports medicine and fitness for a long time before I became a chef. Oh, wow. So since I was, I think in, when I was 18, I started, you know, kind of transforming my body. When I was in high school, I was a cheerleader and I was on the dance team. I was, it's not professional dancing like yeah. that. It's just like, you know, the dance team where you're yeah. like in, Clapping in sync. really fast. Clap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the dance team with like high boots and like yeah. sparkles and sequins. <laughs> and, um, you know, when I got into college, I literally knew that I needed to start really, I, you know, I gained the, you know, I was out with everybody that all the pizza. time. That pizza. Right. <laughs> you know, pizza you. and beer. Well, for us, Hooter you Wings. Know. Yeah. Hooter wings, pizza, beer, that kind of thing. So I started gaining. I'm like, okay, I need to really get into shape and transform my body because I had gotten out of shape. And that's at 19. I just really got into fitness, health and fitness, and have been there ever since. And it's been a platform of mine. I love that. Well, you know, and now knowing that, because I want to talk about like the incredible barriers you have broken in the food industry as a woman Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. just, it's inspiring. Thank you. And it's like, now I see like, you kind of had that athletic mindset kind of as a chef, like when I see you and now it makes sense with Dirty Dancing and what you've done, like you're just, you have a heart of a champion. Oh, thank you. Which is so cool. But I love that. To be like the first female Iron Chef, like that's so bad. That's a huge title. Huge. So what was the journey like getting there and then just becoming that? Well, you know, I think it's one of those iconic things that I will always have like you, there's never going to be another first female iron chef no that's already done you're historic you know, baby it, you're in the books history, yes, baby. Yeah. history. <laughs> and i think that you know i was already in television for six years i was mm-hmm. i started food network in 1999 i was like one of the first i mean it was just starting you know yeah. in the 90s and i graduated from culinary school went to france and cooked in three-star michelin restaurants when women 20 years ago 20 something years ago when women still weren't allowed in french kitchens I was accepted into two and I was wow. rejected by like 10. Wow. Um, they said, no, we don't have women in our kitchen. Sorry, you can't come. So I, um. you know, since then, I just kind of had this fire. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, OK. And I grew up with brothers, like I said before. And I'm like, if they can do it, I can do it. That kind of mentality I mm-hmm. always had. And so I think that after doing television for so long and Food Network came to me and said, we're going to we're going to buy the rights to Iron Chef out of mm-hmm. Japan and we're going to do an, you know, Iron Chef America. And we know that, you know, you're a badass. You can cook hard and fast like guys. You've been on television. You could do both. So we want you to be the first female Iron Chef. What do you think? And I was like, yeah, like I do everything else. I say yeah. yes. And then I think about it. Afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just so jump right in <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, definitely. Well, what is that? You know? Yeah. And so I started that journey and it was really a game changer for me and my career. It yeah. was really the tipping point. And it was amazing to be the first female Iron Chef and to be able to show women and young girls out there and be an inspiration or role model 
to show them you can do anything a man can do. You can cook as hard and as fast as a man can do. And I set out to prove that. Yeah. And, you know, it was amazing to be able to break down that barrier. Totally. Well, and my first executive chef position was at Don Giovanni in Napa. Oh, I, I just love yeah. Don Giovanni. Yeah. A lot of fun yeah. nights at Cat Cat changed the whole menu. That's yeah. amazing. When I came, you know, it was um, Donna was still around. So I came in and I had just I'd been cooking really hard in great kitchens in New York for a long time. And I brought some of that Mediterranean. I had just finished cooking in a really great restaurant in upstate New York. And I said, you know, I want to bring this menu. I came there and it was, you know, a, a typical like 10 pages long. And yeah. then, you know, we were the trending was going towards one page or two pages at the most and whole fish and things like that. And I said, I'm going to bring this to the valley, you know, yeah. and I'm going to change the menu and I'm going to bring whole fish to the menu. And, you know, we shut down just to train the servers how to how to fillet a whole fish table side, you know, so it was awesome. It was was a really good time in my life and I felt like when I landed in Napa from New York it was like God's country I was like oh my god this is it it's like yeah right oh how we feel yeah and on your journey and being like the first Iron Chef like did you ever have those moments of like us being in a male dominated industry it was like we had those moments of like you're fighting to change the no's into yeses Mm -hmm. but you have those breakdown moments of like can us women really do this can we be equal to the men and there was just all these obstacles and barriers. And I just remember feeling like, wow, can we do this? I don't know if we can. And then you, that fire comes in. You're like, yes, we can. Did you have those moments? I think I did. But I really felt like, well, I did a lot before I became an Iron Chef when I was yeah. in restaurants. Restaurants is a whole different ball game than TV. Yeah. TV, you can create your own destiny in a lot of ways. And that's what I try to do. You know, I think in restaurants, it was hardcore. And especially being in a female and, as you said, male-dominated industry where you had to fight and scrap for every single thing and every promotion and every position. So I think it was a different, when I became an Iron Chef, there was a whole different level of respect amongst the men. Yeah. And because I beat a lot of really top chefs in the world, you know, on Iron Chef and was able to showcase that. And it's real. It's, there's no production part of the cooking. Right? Yeah. And it's real. It's right. the real deal. You get one hour and it's go and it's high octane. So I think that I was able to change the whole paradigm of what people expected from women in that way. I really felt like I gained a lot of respect when I got by all of my peer, male peers became the first female inducted into the Culinary Hall of Fame. And that was a big, big Yeah, that was a time when I was like, okay, you know, I know that I've garnered a lot of respect because of my hard work and going out there and being fierce. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, another history breaking thing. Yeah. Because you were the first woman. Even before my mentor, Julia Child, who I was who I spent a lot of time with. I knew before. Oh, my God. Yes. So I knew Julia Child and I was able to spend time at her home, which is now in the Smithsonian Institute, the one in Cambridge. And I was able to spend some time with her and get mentoring from her. And she was amazing. She's exactly how you see her on television, the way Meryl Streep. Yeah. I loved that movie. Yeah. She's exactly the same way. She was always hugely supportive. And the one thing she always told me that I've always done in my industry and other industries as well, and even on shows like this, is always pay it forward. Yes. Whatever you do, always pay it forward. Gosh, I love that. And it's true. It's like once the facts are there, it's like you have to respect that, especially in what you do. Like no one's cheating on cooking. Yeah. We're watching it. You're doing your thing. It's like that's just God-given talent. Right. Well, and I, I love it because, you know, you do all these incredible things and then 
I get to do the dirty dancing with Cat, and then next you know, I'm at all these airports, and I'm like, wait, Cat Core Restaurant, Cat <laughs> Core Restaurant. I'm like, and I know her. Yeah. I mean, I was just tripping out alone on the Don Giovanni's thing. I'm like, oh my gosh, like it's just crazy, like everything. It's wow. really incredible, and I I think what's amazing too, Cat, is you paved a path for women in that industry, and people don't even realize, I think, at times how hard it is for women to be chefs, top chefs, to compete against men. But it must be such an incredible feeling to know this road you paved for so many women who are up and coming or here. Do you get a lot of women come up to you saying thank you? Oh, yeah. I get a lot of women. I get a lot of young girls. I get, a, And we have a mentorship program, too, for young women who mm. are aspiring chefs. And so we've helped men and women. You know, we just got a young man who was homeless. He wanted to go. He wanted to be a chef. And we mm. called, the, my, called my alma mater in New York, Culinary Institute of America, and I said, this guy's got a lot of passion. He's going to be great one day. You've got to get him in school. And he's graduating in April. So oh it's things gosh. like that. So it's, it is a lot of women. It's a lot of like, I think that but I'm men a too, but men too and young guys. And I think it's also, you know, for, for moms. Yeah. For me, that's, I think right now in this moment, I really want to showcase at, to a lot of moms who are out there struggling going like you know that think that this is it you know yeah. this is not it this is just the beginning and and don't be afraid to own that and don't be afraid to try something different and be vulnerable and that's what I teach my six teenage boys is like showing them and they I thought they would be we watched the premiere together in the shows yeah. and I thought they'd be like <laughs> oh mom with their hands over their yeah. eyes mom but you know what they turned around and they were like god we're so proud of you which made oh. me feel so good they were like wow what oh you did gosh. out there and so I think it's just for struggling moms out there who you know don't be afraid to take risk and don't be afraid I'm I'm going to be 55 in April don't be afraid to take risk and be vulnerable yeah try something different I love that because being a mom now I get where you hit that point like I want to do all these things but then the mom guilt comes in yeah. and the judgment I told Brie like oh, that's a whole new world I told yes. Nicole I'm like you're about to have a baby just know you're going to come into a world of judging <laughs> I true. yeah that I was true. like but that's like so inspiring to me because it's like it doesn't mean when we become moms our dreams just die like yeah. we're still allowed to dream and you know want to fulfill the vision board and and we're allowed to evolve and you're that's allowed a thing. to yeah you're allowed to be you and evolve and just because you were you were this was your path for very long doesn't mean you can't take on another identity and reinvent mm -hmm. yourself exactly. as well because you're, I, I don't think you're ever too old to learn you're ever too old to reinvent yourself mm -hmm. and be vulnerable. I think it's just about being vulnerable. And yeah. I think that's one of the strengths. When you find your vulnerability, I think that's a strength, not a weakness. It's a strength. And to lean into that and, you know, and not let people judge you because there's always going to be, and we know when you're also in the public eye, there's always going to be judgment and you have to yeah. really almost let it be vapor in yeah. a sense and just believe in you and what you're doing is right for you in that moment and your purpose. And I think kids, your children are going to, when you reach out for something, yes, you might miss a day with them because you're out following a dream, but I think that is going to empower them even more and you're going to be better for them yeah. when you come back home. I, gosh, gosh, that's I so good. Agree I agree with that. And we have a lot of mommy listeners and I'm sure they need to hear that. 
because yeah. it's scary for moms. Moms, I think sometimes we feel so, and I, I don't want to say handcuffed to our home and our children, but it's sometimes you feel like you have to give up. Well, it becomes our identity. Yeah. Yeah. And it you does, give all yeah. that up and you yeah. don't see men. I hate saying it, but you don't see men a lot feeling the same. Because they don't have the same pressures of doing it all, all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, I don't want to generalize, but I right. think that compared to women, we are expected to be breadwinners today in this day and age, be breadwinners and take care of the household and take care of the children and mm-hmm. do it all and be super women. And, <laughs> so true. you know, we do all have superpowers. We just yeah. have to dig in there and find that and, you mm-hmm. know, own that. When I cooked for the Obamas, when President Obama was in the White House and I was able to meet Michelle Obama, the one thing that always sticks out, just like what Julia Child advice when she gave me advice was Michelle Obama says, listen, Kat, you're a mom. You're always going to have mom guilt. That's part of being a mom. But you have to own who you are mm. and you oh. have to. Like I was saying before, lean into that because we're almost programmed to have guilt, mom guilt. Mm -hmm. But we also have to sometimes put that aside and know that what we're doing is the best we're doing. We're doing our best every Mm day. Mm -hmm. And that has to be enough. Yes. And that's enough. I love that. You're doing your best every day and that's enough. Amen to that. Amen to that. Moms so, out there. Moms out there. Yes. Do a little dirty dancing. Yes. Don't well, be afraid. Then, okay, don't be 100%. afraid. So then what's next? If you could do anything you wanted, what would be next for you? I definitely am crossing over into acting. I definitely want to act. I've gotten some opportunities lately. And so I really want to I want to go for it. I mean, it's one of those things when I'm kicking dirt around in Mississippi as a little girl and yeah. I'm dreaming big. And the one thing that I wanted to always be was an actress. And I know that sounds cliche, but it's just the truth. I'm going to speak my truth. And then. It's just the love truth. It. I had I had big dreams when I, I was a little it. girl in Mississippi. Oh, yeah. Because you don't have, you know, I didn't have a right. lot. And so I dreamed big. And one of the ways I got to perform was through cooking. Aww. So I got to find that part of me through cooking. And now I think over the last few years, I've been honing my skills um, in acting. But when I did Dirty Dancing, I, this was a time when I said, okay, this is going to be the do or die. Do I want to do this? Is this really going to be something I want to do? This is going to you know, prove to myself because there were five cameras and 300 people and we had to act out these iconic scenes. Right. And it felt really, really good. And it was amazing. So I think that that's one thing that I'm really going after. And, you know, I want to be one of the first in that out of the culinary world. And yeah. so I'm going to go for it. And in the meantime, do all the other really cool things that come along and, and spend time with my teenage boys. I have one going off to college wow. soon and five more that are following behind him. And so really just loving my family because really right now and, and, you know, at this time in my life, I've been so blessed with success and I mean, who would have thought the whole time I'm going for baby, but I'm not baby. I was Elisa. Like I was you were Lisa. Lisa. Yeah. I was just wrong you the were. whole time. Oh my God. And Lisa felt very right. Even though I will say when they're like, Hey, can you sing the song? And they gave me the lyrics like hours before we're going on. I'm like, wait, what? This- do you remember any of those lyrics? Come on, do a little uh, rendition for us right now. Do I wanna, really wanna, when the... I don't know. The words were so just wild. It was so good. (laughs) It was so good. You nailed it. You nailed Lisa. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, so our game is fill in the rank with Cat Cora. Oh, yeah. So how the game is played, we'll give you some things. You'll rank them and then explain why. And then, Nikki, we know you have very strong opinions. So um, touche. You can give yours. (laughs) (laughs) So first one. Okay. Carrie, Miranda, Charlotte, Samantha. I would say Carrie. Samantha, mm-hmm. Miranda, Charlotte. Charlotte. That's good. I. That's what I kind of. I yeah. like that. Yeah. I may that's, even. I well, no, but I'm really loving Miranda this season. Yeah. But at times, like she, I can get so she bugs her. right because sometimes, sometimes Char- yeah. but I would that would have been my one through four too. Even yeah. though it's always hard because I go back and forth with. Carrie and Samantha, but Carrie's iconic. She's Carrie iconic. Carrie has it all. Samantha's, a, I just liked, I love that she didn't care she didn't about care. anything. Yes. She was, and she was so into her. her own sex appeal. And yeah. I think Charlotte is gr- a great character for what she <laughs> yeah. is. Her, my favorite was when they were in, in the movie, when they were in Mexico and she wouldn't eat anything, remember? Yes. Yeah. Until, and then she opened her mouth. She was having one of these sensual moments or something, opened her mouth and the water came in. Then she had like Montezuma's yeah. revenge for like yeah. a week. It was my like so, so good. So great. So, so Charlotte moment. Yeah. Do we all think Samantha is coming back next season? I'm praying. I hope. I hope she does, but I, I don't know if they're going to bring her back. There's, There's a lot of like heat. Yeah. I mean, on come on, ladies. Save it for the just, backstage. Yeah, do your exactly. thing on the, the screen. On the front. Right? There we go. Okay, we're going to do a little bit of the Beatles. So, right. list Paul, John, George, Ringo. How do you list them? John Lennon, one. Mm-hmm. I would say Ringo, two for me. Oh, yeah. I would say uh, Paul and then George. That's Ooh. my thing. That's I. That's I actually. I, I kind I of feel like even that though list. George Harrison was so. I just hot. think he was so amazing. I think yeah. George was incredible. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, he was yeah. incredible. But he, he wasn't as strong as the other guys. I just think there was more. Uh, I don't know something going yeah. on, like some some juju happening, some yeah. juice happening with yeah. those guys, first guys. <laughs> I mean, John I mean Lennon John me, John uh, Lennon and like all his I mean Yoko Ono shots with Yoko and him oh, and being so like oh. his feminine energy and stuff. Yeah, and I just his had lyrics and yeah, it's just oh, like man. yeah, he was for just sure amazing. So we're gonna do two more. Okay. I like this. Right? It's fun. Yeah. Right? It's rain. Yeah. Okay, so rank beach, mountains, or cruise? Oh, for sure. Beach, number one. I actually love cruising. I don't know if you guys <laughs> really? know this, but you I'm the godmother of a cruise ship. I'm the godmother what? of Oceana Cruises. No Are you way? Yeah. yeah. I have I'm no a, idea. Yeah. So every every time they build a new cruise ship, any, any cruise ship, they're always christened by a female. You know no how way. boats always have female no names for the yeah. most part? So they pick a godmother, usually a celebrity of some kind. Like Grace Kelly was a godmother of a cruise ship and a bunch of other female celebrities. And so yeah. um, years ago, Oceana Cruises was building this cruise ship called the Riviera. And it was very culinary based because they had a whole culinary kitchen. They asked me if I'd be the godmother. And I went to Spain and christened it at a port with like thousands of people. Oh my and the wow. Vucaco bottle was like as tall as this building. And I had a lever. So after I did my big speech and the marching band and the confetti and all that was happening, my whole family was there, you know, my mom and everybody was there. So I pull the lever and it smashes against the side of the ship. 
and burst into thousands of pieces. And then we get on the cruise and we sell all over the Mediterranean. No, so no in, way. Yeah, yeah. So I'm the godmother of cruise ship. So I have to say beach, cruise, mountain. There wow. you go. That's incredible. I didn't even yeah. know they did that. Yeah. I mean, that's. Yeah. I know we're doing some new cruise ships. Yeah. Oceana, you want a Nikki? You could do the Nikki. The, <laughs> yeah. The, the, you guys you could want do a it together. Yeah. We like the Bellas. Twin heads, right? Yeah. 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 Twin sails. We need some godmothers <laughs> cruises. Here we are. Yeah. Okay. The last one, because I think all the moms would love this. Okay. You got to rank morning drop-offs, afternoon pickups, or bedtime. Morning drop-offs, afternoon pickups, and bedtime. Well, I have teenagers, so bedtime's really easy for me. Yeah. So it's like, wait. That's... It's different from where you are now. <laughs> yeah. That would have probably been my last one. Well, I liked bedtime because I sang. It yeah. was kind of a sweet time with your kids. Right. Actually, that Super was a sweet intimate. time. Super intimate. Yeah. Super intimate. But I would have to say what's my favorite now is bedtime because I have teenagers. It'll be a favorite again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because you have teenagers. For sure. I'd be like, get to bed. Yeah. You just like, go. that was easy. Bedtime. Okay. Okay. So I'd say Bedtime now because I have teenagers. I would say pick up is two and drop off three. Yeah, because mornings like are tough. Mornings are mornings tough. are busy. I could imagine with teenagers yeah, too. Like busy. get up, get yeah. up, get oh, up. That's where, that's go. where it switches. Go. Right? That's where it switches. Actually, yeah. you're right. At bedtime, it's it's harder with younger kids. Although it's a sweet time too. It can yeah. be really sweet. But with teenagers, it is like I've got to get up. I'm like I would think by this time you right? guys are up and showered. You have your phones and your alarms. But no, it doesn't work that way. I'm oh my so gosh, I can That's going to be crazy the day that, that happens. That's wild. I feel like Birdie's going to give me a run for oh, my money. Oh, oh yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, all yeah. my karma's coming back. That's where my I'm glad we have all boys because yeah. woof, that was a firecracker. Well, Kat, we always like to end our episode with a little affirmation, inspiration. Is there a quote you live by or a motto? Well, I have to say I love Rumi. I actually have a tattoo of Rumi on my oh, back. Yes. You've seen it, right? I've seen yeah. it. So this one is, this is one I love from Rumi. Be grateful for your life, every detail of it, and your face will come to shine like a sun. Everyone who sees it will be made glad and peaceful. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. But that's like how you are. You know Aww. that? Yeah. Thank you. Oh my I think there's Aww. nothing better than living a grateful life. Oh. And it's crazy, the light that you shine, but everything that attracts and comes to you. It's just, and you know what I feel like is whatever happens, and it's kind of what you're saying earlier, like, you're just grateful, like, okay, there's a pandemic and we're in lockdown, but I have my family, I have yes. my health. And, and when you can live that life, no matter when shit hits the fan, it's like when you're in a grateful and humble place, it's like, I could conquer this. I can yeah. do this. I'll be okay. Yeah. I think that's really the place that I feel I'm so at peace with right now. Is it just being humble? It's a great word. Mm -hmm. And grateful. Yeah. Yeah. Just humble and grateful. Yeah. You know, because life is in session, I say yeah. all the time, and it can be harsh at totally. times. We all know that. And so I think just going into that inner place, meditating on it, and just being like, I'm so grateful, so humbled. I pray every day, even for the people who bring negativity. Yeah. Sometimes that's an even more powerful prayer is to pray for the people who are bringing negativity into your life. Yes. You know? Wow. Oh, Amen. Kat, we're so well, grateful Kat, to have I you on. Well, I'm a triplet. I'm a triplet. You're Bella yes. triplet for I'm life. I'm Kat Corabella. That Kat is 100 Corabella. I want everybody out there to hear that. Kat Corabella. <laughs> Write it down. Make a note of it. I'm now adopted. Honestly, <laughs> this was such a treat. Oh, such a treat. You, thank you so, so much, much, Kat. Thank you so much. And we love you, too. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much, Kat, for coming on the show. Yes, thank you. And to all our listeners here on the Bella's Podcast, next week we have another badass woman coming on the show. We have Camille Costix, so stay tuned.
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.